Fly sent me a push notification. Hello, and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week is Gadget Week. We're going to talk about Gear VR, the Uno Note Band, and Echo Dot. Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. We haven't had a Gadget Week in a while. I'm excited. We've even got a couple good gadgets. <laughs> a couple of good ones, yeah. Yeah, I was slim yeah, peckings um, a couple couple shows ago. A couple gadget shows ago. Yeah, well, I'm, a couple of these have gotten brief mentions before, but we're going to go into some more detail on them. Mm, yes, new experiences. Always good to share. Um, all right, so let's not bury the lead. Let's talk about the Gear VR first. Okay. Because that's, to me, that's the big story. So, and, and it starts with... It starts with my husband. It starts with the manimal or whatever you called him. <laughs> the man beast. My husbeast. Husbeast. Yes. There you go. Uh, now he was, he was doing his, within like t- two weeks of, of graduating. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. It's well, midnight. What's, what's, what's the backstory on? So like, like I, you, you texted me a little bit of information about like this demo, but what was it for? Uh, yeah, there was an it's an event on campus that they do every year. Um, a bunch of senior projects and things from uh, various departments on campus, and um, Richard was there showing off some VR things that he has been working on uh, this semester for his senior thesis and that sort of thing. You know, reactions were kind of this is awesome, this is the future, or meh. Like, what was the setup? He's, like, on stage? Uh, the setup was, uh, I think it was, like, in a classroom, and he was presenting to a, a group of people and, and just uh, going through and talking about some of the, the different types of VR headset te- technology and uh, um, specifically using Unity to do um, game design for uh, the Oculus platform and some of the challenges and benefits and some of the weird complex things that come up when you're designing for a virtual world that you don't have when you're, when you're doing a, you know, like a, a 3d rendered on screen world. Okay. So he's not like, he, he's not like passing a headset around the room. He's standing up there and like showing slides of, or just telling stories about the, like maybe you, like you do to a, a room full of graphic designers and say like, or filmmakers, like, you guys, you don't even realize like this weird stuff that comes into play, like like that, like he's just waving his hands around, kind of. Yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, he's got a got a slide deck and all that, but but yeah, that sort of thing. And the reactions were kind of, you know, it ranged from from yeah, from this is awesome to meh. But then he did start passing it around. Okay, that <laughs> that is where I was. So now that I know that it was school wide and not just his department, yeah, it makes a lot more sense because I was like, how could how could there be people sitting there from his department that I assume are all into the same thing that were like meh meh. This is not going to be a big deal. I mean, yeah, I spent the whole semester programming a 3D virtual world, but meh, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it's boring. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still 4D these days. <laughs> yeah, if we're not traveling through time, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, so boring. Timeline. Yeah. <sighs> so rigid. <laughs> you know, that VR headset, it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> it sure is. I mean, it's, it's a, a truer word was never spake. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, it, everybody who tried it out was was just kind of floored by it. 
Yeah, that's been my experience. As soon as you put that thing on your face, the first word that comes out of your mouth, first your jaw drops open. And then if you can form a word, the word is wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the night before that, actually, we took it over to my dad's and let my dad look at it because he'd never he'd never tried one before. Mm-hmm. And um, I was worried that we were going to give it to my dad and he was going to look at it and, and then just like immediately follow <laughs> um, uh, which was funny because when we were showing it to him, the Gear VR has a head had a has a, a strap on it, so you can strap it to your head. So, well, describe the Gear VR actually, the, the actual gadget, since that's the gadget episode. The Gear VR is it's basically just a a, a viewer viewer that you put your Samsung phone into, and it's got the the adjustable lenses and and all of that, and and then a touchpad on the side of it. It's it's really just a it's a, a complicated thing to strap your phone to your face. Stra- complicated thing to strap your phone to your face. Yeah. Okay, cool. And how much are they? Uh, I believe they're ninety nine dollars. And so, and it extends the touch screen out to the side, so you can interact with the screen without mm-hmm. having to like stick your finger through the lens or by your nose. Yeah, there's a couple of button. There's a couple of buttons and the touch screen. But yeah, it's it's got a head strap on it that you can strap it on your head, so you can go hands free if you want to, or or just not drop it. And and my dad was we didn't have that on it when I showed it to my dad, and he's like, it's a good thing I don't have the strap to my head because if I did, I would forget that I wasn't actually in this world and, and like get up and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so so. The people that tried it, so back to, back, fast forward, now we're time traveling, fast forward to... The past. Ba- the past. Fast forward to the past, where he's given the presentation, so he does the presentation, and now what's the thing he built? So, like, he's passing the thing around, and, and is, is it, has he got the thing he built on it, or is he just showing some kind of, like, cardboard no, he's, demo? he's got, he built a few things, but what he's got on there is, is one of the things he built, and it's basically, it's basically a robot battle arena. Mm. It's like conveyor belts and pushers and lasers shooting around and, and things like that. All right. And is the viewer supposed to do anything other than view or or can they move around in it or are they in a fixed position? No, they can move around in it. In the demo that he had, the only thing they could do was move around in it because he actually built it for the Oculus Rift, um, which has a lot more input controls. So things like firing lasers and, and targeting all that stuff was using different input, like a lot more input controls and what's available on the gear vr oh right because they get the handsets that attach yeah or well mouse and keyboard oh that too okay yeah the handsets the handsets aren't out yet gotcha the oculus can also use like the xbox controller or the mouse and keyboard i see so so that's well that's an interesting distinction because i was wondering actually when samsung announced that they were providing oculus support i was like what does that even mean you know and it's like okay I still don't exactly know what it means, but I was like, what's the differentiator? Like, why would Oculus do that? And it's because they've got a whole bunch of hardware. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Whereas you have, you have a limited number of, of ways of providing input through the gear VR um, versus, versus Oculus. Oculus is a lot more versatile, but at the same time, since the gear runs the Oculus platform, you still have all of the nice integrations with game engines like unity and the same API and, you have to you have to register your inputs differently, but it's it's basically yeah it's the same platform, so you have a lot of advantages developing there. Man, this is just this is totally one of the one of the really subtle, realistic feeling details of Ready Player One was that everybody had different quality gear, mm-hmm. and it's happening like this. It's it's already yeah. it's already that way. So like you know you'd go over to your buddies or you like you'd be, you're playing somebody online and they've got better gear, they're gonna kill you. Yeah. Because they've got better, you know, 
a hand like controls. You're, you're like you're there on this tiny touchpad, and they're sitting there with a controller in their hands. Right. Like never mind. Never mind. Like your latency. Like you, you you're like scrambling around trying to find your trigger button. <laughs> you know, or you have to blink. <laughs> you know, and it's just like a terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like to fire, slap your right cheek <laughs> <laughs> on your face. That is. so okay so this now this is making a lot more sense because just like the quick the i was like how could people be mad but then you you followed up later and you said like once people started trying it on then even the even the the skeptics were like whoa yeah yeah that's been my experience so related story i was Mm -hmm. at the 38th annual members meeting for a corporate credit union on tuesday (laughs) Which okay. was sounds super exciting. It was more exciting than it sounds, and they passed out uh, Google cardboard to everybody. Oh wow! And I should have grabbed one. I was like, oh no, I don't. I don't want to hog one. I already have these at home. But the one that they passed out was actually much nicer than any ones I have. <laughs> and uh, and you know, a couple. Everyone kind of was like, you know, just like oh. Uh, I mean, I was one of the youngest people in the room. Which, right. you know what I mean? It was like, it was a sea of gray hair and gray suits. Mm-hmm. And everyone was sort of like game. You know, they were like, oh, okay, what's, what is this? And they were just sort of looking yeah. at it and turning it around and like, like uh, unboxing it. Like there was something in it. Right. You know, cause they were all folded. They were all put together. Right. And they're like taking them apart. And I'm like, no, no, there's nothing in it. No, no, no. You're supposed no, to no. put your phone in there. Put your phone in there. And uh, so I, sh- I showed, you know, I was sitting at, you know, you're sitting at these like round eight tops. And right. And you've already got the app on your phone, I'm sure. Yeah. So I just, oh, give me, I like pass it over here and uh, stick it in and, and, and all around the table, every single person around the table, wow. You know, and they immediately go into that thing where they, they're sitting down, but then they try and turn all the, like once they realize they can move their head, they immediately want it. They're yeah. immediately constrained by the chair. Like they want to turn right. all the way around. Yeah, like my dad was in a was in a spinning chair when he tried it on. That's the way to <laughs> so, go. That is yeah. the way to go. What is Rich's opinion, do you think, about the difference between the Gear VR and the Oculus itself? So, like, why why was he demoing on the Gear VR? Uh, he was demoing on the Gear VR because that was a lot easier than packing up a $2,500 computer and, and all of the Oculus stuff and taking it down there. <laughs> See, this is, why, this is why I think the near future of VR is going to be smartphone-based. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just no, it's just too inconvenient. The wires and all the gobbledygook and the price and all that. I know as a developer who wants to to make cool games and things like that, the the full blown Oculus experience is way more exciting, and and way more tantalizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, mobile is the way to go first to to get things out there and get them being used, and it's just it's just way more accessible right now. Yeah, it solves the chicken and egg problem. It's like mm-hmm. who's who's going to create content for a platform that no one has so if you throw google cardboard out there and 99 dollars gear vr all of a sudden it's like oh well anybody with a smartphone which is approaching 80 percent of the adult population of planet earth now all of a sudden for next to free they can carve up a pizza box and s- strap it to their face with like duct tape and a bungee cord yeah and right. now you can make games for these people who are in sub-saharan africa with with you know a happy meal box tapped to their face. Right. Which I'm not even kidding. There are happy meals. I think it was in Sweden. They did a promotion where a happy, you could, you could stick your phone inside of a happy meal box. Happy meal box. Yeah. Put it on your face. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm super excited about this. It's, 
it's like a whole new it's just a different thing it's like not even going to replace anything it's just a brand new media Mm -hmm. and it's weird because it's really just a combination of it's still just 2d video right i mean until you've tried it it doesn't sound that impressive because it's like yeah okay you look in this thing and you see stuff yeah i tried a viewmaster when i was a kid viewmaster yeah yeah it's it's not that impressive until you try it on and see it it's, and here's the other wacky thing, which is there's no way else to experience it but then to put it on. Yeah. Like you can't go to one of those YouTube videos and kind of like scroll around with your mouse. Or, it, you don't get it. Like when you turn your head around and the view changes, just like a silly accelerometer trick, mm-hmm. all of a sudden your lizard brain's like, ah, what was that? You know, all of a sudden you're like, well, gone. Oh, I'm looking at the sun. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden you're not yeah. in your kitchen. All of a sudden yeah. you're like on Mars. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a you're in a robot battle arena, competing for your life. Exactly. And so, someone said, you know, we've said in the past, like AR versus VR, that AR is a much harder problem to solve, mm-hmm. and that it, therefore it will come later, and maybe doesn't even have like an awesome use case. Uh, and and I I heard someone sort of push back, or they had the reverse view, which was that VR is the transition stage to AR, and that AR will be the the real game changer. Because AR is mobile and VR is not mobile. Like you can't, like, yes, you can use your phone to create a VR experience, but you can't walk around. you can't around. get up and move around. No, you're trapped. Right. It's like when you're playing Plants vs. Zombies and like you're in the garlic helicopter. Yeah. And your actual zombie is, or your actual plant is like just vulnerably sitting there on the ground, mm-hmm. bouncing up and down. Right. It's like that. Like your head is somewhere I else see, in your I body. See where they're com- I see where they're coming from. Yeah, totally. Yeah, sorry, I think I lagged there. That's okay. Yeah, I, I see where they're coming from. Like, logically, yes. But they're two different experiences. I mean, a fully immersive game that you're going to play in VR, you're not going to want to do that. You're not going to want to have that same experience in AR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to, yeah. Or will you? I mean, basically, AR is hallucinations. <laughs> right. So, you know, people of a certain age who may or may not have dabbled things will cause hallucinations you you sound as though you speak from experience here may or may not have may happened. or may not it's like it's got it's going to be like that so that's a pretty powerful experience and I, mm-hmm. we should do we should probably do a, a, a soon to be recorded episode on magic leap which is the company that google bought that there is there that's their vr oh, did google play. buy them yeah, a while ago. They've been in, they've been, I think it's been about two years at this point, and you, there hasn't been boo out of there. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's, maybe, may, might be Andreessen Horowitz is backing them, or maybe they were backing them, and then Google bought them. I'm, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But they're extremely secretive, but everybody who's seen the demo, which is not very many people, is like, you're not going to believe this when you see this. Like, you are not going to believe it. And it, they give you the impression that it's like, kind of like the the microsoft um hololens thing where like you just oh all of a sudden there's a there's a portal into a minecraft world on your wall mm-hmm. where you just like look around and like oh there there are tribbles in my house or whatever <laughs> yeah which would be cool and trippy and stuff but like it would be cool and trippy unless you're trying to escape from your environment which all those you know like ready player one nobody really wanted to see tribbles in the stacks right everyone was trying to get away from the stacks exactly and i mean i mean yeah it alluded to the fact the reason that the stacks exist was because everyone was was in vr but yeah so who like, cares yeah the world kind of 
kind of fell apart because people got sucked into this virtual reality instead. But Yeah, it was like, it, they never really got into which happened first, but it did kind of feel like VR happened first, and then the world just sort of... Kind of felt that way. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So that's, we've probably... We haven't beat the VR horse to death lately, so I feel like this is not too bad, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> it's been a couple of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but hey, you know, it's it's one of the more exciting things right now. It really is. And it's funny because Rich has been doing so much stuff with it that I kind of get used to it. Mm. But then when you get to see new people's perspectives on it, it's like you, you get excited about it all over again. Yeah, we should post the link to the grandma seeing the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll post that in the show notes. So, dear listener, go to terrifyingrobotdog.com and look for the grandma VR video, the grandma reaction video. It's the best. It's the best yeah, one I've seen. Great. It's so funny. She's like crying and stuff. It's the best. She's the. It's it makes her very happy. Yeah, yeah, like tears of joy type of thing. Yeah, so cool. All right, let's move on to let's move on to another new gadget that we have. Okay. And this one's sort of a, a double whammy. So I'm, I'm going to say it was about two years ago that I backed a thing called the Note Band by Uno on Indiegogo. And what do you know? There's a cardboard box outside of my house the other day, and the thing <laughs> finally shipped. And it is, uh, it, it's, it's a wearable. You, it's, it goes on your wrist. It mm-hmm. is very much fitness tracker looking. It's not trying to be a watch. It's a very thin kind of, uh, if, you've, for, if you're familiar with the Nike Fuel Band or the Jawbone Up, it's a bracelet, not a watch. And it's got a, it's mostly just like an athletic style rubber band that goes around. But it's not, it's not it doesn't feel age inappropriate because it looks like a fitness tracker. Okay. And it's got a really cool clasp that's like a really strong magnet. So if something happens like, oh, I don't know, a soccer mom drills your face into the floor during your <laughs> belt test, it just pops off and nothing breaks. Like the magnet just like releases and the thing shoots across the floor like a cockroach. Again, you sound like a man speaking from experience. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to brag, but I look pretty good in orange. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Got my Not as good as soccer mom in blue. No, <laughs> soccer mom in blue definitely had my number tonight. So, uh, Toby, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't know if you're actually a soccer mom, but anywho. So, uh, anyway, it's this. It's it's a you know decent looking rubber band that goes around your wrist, kind of like it's kind of like live strongish. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was looking for. The word I was looking for. Okay, but black, and it's got this. How do I describe it? It's sort of like uh, it's a, a plastic body that's very slightly curved, rectangular, maybe the dimensions of not quite a stick of chewing gum. Somewhere in between okay. like somewhere in between like one of those trident little ones and like a normal like big red. Okay. So it's it's a reasonable it's not too big, it's not too small, but it's extremely it, it has an extreme aspect ratio. So it's like very wide and very mm-hmm. short, so it's extreme landscape letterbox type of ratio. Right, it's like a like a little. Oh, I'm thinking like those little LED. Yeah, signs. with those crawl things. Yeah. Yep. And so it's an OLED screen. It is a touch screen, but it only shows text. It's nice and bright. You can see it in daylight. Uh, it's it's black with bright white text. No frills. No images. Uh, it's basically just bitmap 
text, you know, with, with emoji, it's sort of like, it tries to render emojis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not real Any high resolution. Um, no, it's, it's OLED. So it's like, so it's not like backlit. It's not, it's not e-paper, nothing like that. Okay. So what you do with the main screen is a, is the time and it's displayed the normal way you'd expect. It's like displayed normally, but uh-huh. it's kind of awkward on your wrist because you want it to be displayed perpendicular to the way it is. Right. You expect time to be displayed like oriented 90 degrees the other way. Yeah. Like north should be going across your wrist mm-hmm. and, and north is going pointing at the top of my hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been wearing it with the screen kind of on the inside of my wrist because it's much easier to hold your hand that way. And to, oh, right. Yeah. That is much easier to view it in landscape, if you will, because when it's on the top of your wrist, you want to view it in portrait, which is ridiculously tall and skinny. Yeah. So cool. So you got the little battery indicator. Battery lasts for several days. Charges very quickly. It's just similar to the the Pebble. One of my favorite mm-hmm. parts about the Pebble. And then you can either swipe uh, right to left to see your steps for the day mm-hmm. in big bold letters that even I can numbers that even I can read. And if you swipe the other way, left to right from the home screen, the watch screen, you get your most recent notification from your phone. So it tethers via Bluetooth to your phone. Mm-hmm. And there are about pretty much anything that will go into the notification drawer on your phone will show up on the screen. So okay. for me, that's like Skype notifications, Slack notifications, email notifications, Facebook email, messenger, yeah. Yeah, email, Gmail, Twitter. Yep. And all, all of that stuff. So it's, it's exactly like the note. Well, in the, in the sense of, the filter it's exactly like mm-hmm. uh the pebble the stuff that comes through to your wrist it yeah. vibrates uh it, it's that same sort of experience but it's not trying to look like a watch so it's almost like it looks way cheaper than the pebble steel but it's not trying to be a watch you know what i mean even though so it, it doesn't look time. like you're wearing a cheap watch <laughs> exactly it looks like you're wearing a fitness tracker which is mm-hmm. which is to me like from a fashion standpoint which I'm much more acceptable. <laughs> yes. And this is coming from a guy who is currently wearing plaid pants and a plaid shirt. Yeah. <laughs> They're pajamas, but still, um, but still, even in your daily life, you wear a lot of plaid. It is true. I am a plaid type of guy. I've got a lumberjack wrap. Yep. So what, okay, now here's the cool, we're building up to the cool part. I've completely buried the lead, which is that when you're viewing a notification, what it's, it has a little icon that indicates what application it came from, which is helpful. And then it shows you the, how long ago it was. So it'll be like plus two hours, plus five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you swipe down, it will dismiss it and you won't see it again. If you swipe up, it switches into spritz mode. And I don't know if you remember spritz. I remember spritz. Let me double check that that's actually what it's called. Because now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds kind of Yeah, it funny. sounds different, but I... Let me just check. Hold on. It is Spritz. It's called... It's spelled S-P-R-I-T-Z. And, and what it is, is it takes a chunk of text or a big stream of text, like an email or whatever, and it displays it on this very small screen. It's a very small screen. It's probably like a quarter of an inch by an inch. Mm-hmm. And it just, but, but when you only display one word on that, it's plenty big, it's plenty big enough. And then it streams through the words in the message incredibly quickly. So like the default speed is 250 words a minute, but I've got it set on 400. 
Yeah, I remember uh, there used to be a viewer online where you could try this, and I remember mm. going through it w- when you found it. And and I know you were comfortably reading at about 600 words a minute, and me with my bad eyesight, I was comfortably reading at about four, uh, 350 to 400 words a minute. Yeah, it's really amazing. And, yeah, and- it's amazing how fast you can like read and take in the content. Yeah, it's like speed reading. And it, so what's wild about it is since your eye doesn't have to move along the lines of a page, you know, it doesn't your eye doesn't have to move left, right? Your, your eye just like in the center and the words move to your eye. So you just stare at it. And and the uh, the secret sauce, if you will, is that they have they have like an algorithm that determines the focal point of a word. So I guess different words have different focal points and it has to do with the the makeup of the vowels and the consonants and also the uh the length of the word the yes the length of the word yeah. and also the the accent on which syllable that you pronounce anyway so reg- what's interesting is it seems weird it seems counterintuitive but the words as they appear are not like centered they right. they are aligned on their on the focal the, point the focal yeah. point so uh, every different word has a different focal point. So the words sort of kind of like jaggedly appear on the screen, but man, you can just, they just go into your brain. They're just, yeah. You, like it just throws it at you and your brain's like, Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. I, when we, when we first saw this, I was like, man, I really want one of these players on Wikipedia articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could burn through stuff with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to use it for like pleasure reading. No, no, this is data transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, it is, it, it feels very much like downloading information to your brain. Yep. That is exactly what it feels like. There's no pleasure involved. Yeah. You're, you're getting the message, you know, whether you want it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very clockwork orange in that way. Yeah. It's so really cool though. it is really cool. And, and I'm telling you, it, this is, this is, this is going to possibly unseat the pebble for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's- yeah, which now is saying said, something. You said they, you said they were inexpensive. Ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine bucks. So it, you so when you you buy it, you get a fitness, you get a step counter. So if you're thinking about a Fitbit, you can just get this instead. Mm-hmm. And those are not cheap, but this thing also has notifications. And I, I've been hammering on this for since the Pebble came out, and then when Android Wear and at the Apple Watch came out, you don't want to do stuff on a on a watch. You don't want to do stuff on a watch. Maybe no, talk to it. watch is a horrible way to do stuff. It's you might horrible, want to answer a call. It's a horrible place to do stuff. Yeah. So I never want to answer a call anywhere. Never mind my watch. Well, yeah. But no, I'm just kidding. It's like the, the watch, watches are not for doing things. They're for knowing things. Mm-hmm. They're for updates. They're for timely updates. And it's the best because like you get that little vibration, you don't miss it. Like it's, it's getting to be warm here Wear the baggy shorts and the phone's kind of just hanging down in the side pocket of my like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like leg pockets. Yeah. And it's like, how, how come you didn't get back to me? I miss, I miss calls and notifications and things because of my pants quite often. <laughs> <laughs> you get those, those cone of the pants of silence. Pants of silence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I put them on after I eat tacos. The do not disturb pants. Oh, very funny. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> I'm picturing them ballooned out. <laughs> That's why I can't feel the vibrations from the phone. <laughs> it's my taco pants. <laughs> taco pants. 
Uh, I am not going to tell the constipation story that I'm thinking of. But Cooper said something. You can tell me later. Oh, man. He said, he, he, like kids say the darndest things, he unloaded a classic on me. Like, no pun intended. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, so this is a cool thing. So if if you, if, uh, geez, I mean, the pebbles aren't really that expensive anymore anyway, but uh, they're not 99 bucks. So if you're interested in maybe getting a fitness tracker, maybe you want to experiment with the idea of getting notifications on your wrist, so you don't have to pull your phone out 150 times a day and unlock the screen and then like get sucked into the rabbit hole of clearing <laughs> yeah. badges. It's, it's pretty cool. And um, so part of the reason why this would potentially unseat Pebble for me is that now that I've been wearing a Pebble, I started to turn back into a watch guy. Ah. And I've, I've so far bought two or three analog watches, like just plain old analog watches, and I mm-hmm. really like them. Yeah. The problem is that each of them has some deal-breaking problem, though. And one of them, my favorite one, the problem is you, there's no, it supposedly has a glow-in-the-dark dial, but it never works. You cannot read the thing in the dark. And since I'm a vampire, I need to always be reading my watch in the dark. Mm-hmm. So... But it it's so nice. I just love the way it looks. It's so cool. I love the way it feels. It's a really cool watch. Well, see, the watch you got me, you're seeing it in the dark is not a problem. <laughs> oh, right. You just feel it. Yeah, it's excellent for movie theaters. That is right on. Yeah, I need to get a new battery for it, though. The battery finally died the other day. Uh, oh, it's been a while. Two years? No, con- yeah, considering it has a lot of... That watch has a lot of moving parts, like a lot of heavy moving parts, and two years is good. Yeah. I'm tempted to buy one for myself. That thing is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's definitely a conversation starter. That is cool. Anyway, so it's a it's a cool combination because they don't look ridiculous when you wear them at the same time. Like I am guilty of testing watches and like wearing three actual watches at the same time on the same arm. <laughs> like the you know. And then you look like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I've got my Apple Watch. I got my Android Wear watch. I got my Pebble on, and I'm going to see which one I actually use on the same day. Like I'm A-B testing watches. Mm-hmm. But man, people look at you. When you're wearing multiple watches, people are like, some of that guy. It's <laughs> yeah. like a freaking cuckoo panty. <laughs> so, you keep frantically checking them just to add to the... <laughs> yeah, you get a notification, your arm about falls off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get like Indian burn. Oh, that's probably not PC. That's probably, that's, probably that's a term from my youth, which yeah. was a long time ago. So anyway, so this is kind of a cool little, you know, it's like, oh, I can wear my nice watch and then have this thing sort of flipped around on my wrist side. It just looks like I'm wearing a Livestrong band or like a regular Fitbit or something and still get my notifications. Just there's really no, the notifications are as good as, if not better, uh, as Apple Watch, Pebble or Android Wear Mm -hmm. because they just, it's just the facts, ma'am. It's just like, here's the, here's the message no fancy icons no face in the background none of that stuff no huge screen coming on and brightening up the room <laughs> distracting yeah, people richard, at dinner richard can't wear richard can't wear his smartwatch to the movie theater to take it off it's richard, ridiculous every time, he, every time he reaches for a bite of popcorn <laughs> people are like could you turn off that phone it's not it's a watch it's a watch no like i'll be putting maggie to bed and and as soon as the thing comes on she wants to play with it right <laughs> she's like oh you know she goes tubbies 
Like her her word for videos on the iPad is Tubbies because the first thing she ever watched was Teletubbies. Was Teletubbies, yeah. Yeah, so so Tubbies means video. So I'll be like, you know, I'll hand her a bottle. My watch screen will come on. I'm like, no! And she's like, Tubbies! <laughs> so this one is fortunately not interesting enough for her to interact with. Or to, to be, she's like, it's not even color, dude. Right. Get with the program. Right, so this is is good but not toddler approved. Which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want it to be toddler approved because they'll just take it. <laughs> anyway. So, um, all right, cool. So we've probably talked about that longer than we needed to. Um, I'm going to have this, this, my, my first attempt at editing, editing the podcast is going to be a trial by fire. <laughs> exactly. You're getting a good, you're getting a good dose. We're getting, we had some lag. We've had, we've had some crosstalk. We've got a bunch of stuff that needs to be cut. It's going to yeah. be a party. This will be out sometime <laughs> next, next fall. <laughs> Yeah, I might have this out by my birthday. <laughs> yeah, which now what birthday is this? Because Erica's fortieth is coming up, and yours is I think the day before hers. Thirty-eight. Okay, so I think you and I are ten years apart. That is right. I will be forty hundred this year. 40, but not until de- not 40 until 100. December. Yeah, forty-eight. December. Forty-eight in December. That's going to be good. Looking forward to that. So. Let's squeeze in one last one. It's a little bit of, of dead horse beating, so we don't have to really go nuts. Just a, an honorable mention of sorts. Honorable mention of sorts, which is, let's focus on the Echo Dot, which is okay. a mini Amazon Echo. Yeah, it's like they took the Amazon Echo and they chopped off like the, the top two inches of it. Yep. And the the bottom 10 inches of it or whatever... Is, uh, of the Echo, the, the Amazon Echoes, the names, these names. Yeah. The, the, mm. Not a fan of the naming. I no, know I can no. see why they did it, but it's confusing. It's yeah, the, you are, you have, you have issues with names and, and OCD anyway. So mm-hmm. this must be really making you itch. This really is bothering me. I don't know what to call them. Like yeah, I can't, it's I can't remember. Me too, now that you mentioned it. So, so the, the tall one, the Pringles can one, the original is called the Amazon Echo. And you, and you, wake it up by saying Alexa, which already mm-hmm. was confusing. It makes sense now because Alexa, the voice service is, service. is yep. baked into many things. So now it makes sense. It's like yeah. Siri. You don't yep. say, you don't say, Hey, iPhone, you say Siri. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So the assistant is Alexa. So it's starting to make sense now that there are multiple devices, but they've got Amazon echo original, and then they've got echo dot, not Amazon echo dot, just echo dot. Just echo dot. So around the house, we refer to it as the dot. Mm-hmm. It's either you're either an echo or a dot. And they also have another new device which was released alongside the dot, which is called the Amazon tap, not echo tap. It's the Amazon tap. The Amazon tap. So it's like there's an Amazon echo, there's an Amazon tap, and there's an echo dot. So you, you, hopefully you're keeping score at home, taking notes. It's, it's, like, it's like some kind of weird Morse code. It does kind of sound like... Uh, like the semaphore alphabet. Yeah, like echo tap dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tango Charlie something. Something, something, something. Amazon Alexa uh, Charlie something tango. <laughs> anyway, that, that'll be fun to edit out. So anyhow. <laughs> I'm now going to purposely start doing stuff. Anyway, it's awesome. That's the bottom line. The dot is great. So, like, if you don't care about it playing music to you all day, mm-hmm. 
It's awesome. It's yeah, like not good for like in the kitchen. Uh, we so we'll see. We hang out in the kitchen, so that's where we want the music oh, one. That's true. It's, the, it's we never listen to music in the bedroom. So I don't know why we didn't do this before, but it's ninety bucks for this thing, which is less than the, the Uno Note band I was just talking about, and the dots way cooler than that. Sorry, Uno. And we took two of the the copious. Uh, Phillips Hue light bulbs that we had laying around. Yes, yes. And we put those in the lamps on our next door bed. Speaking of Erica's 40th birthday, she got a new bedroom set. That was her present. So she's mm-hmm. very excited about that. And we got uh, s- since it's the since we've been using her high school furniture for the last <laughs> 15 years. Yes. And we have these two lamps, we put these two Hue bulbs in, we put it, put them at a nice uh, sunsetty color. And now we can say, I don't want to say it because because when you talk, it doesn't matter if, if an Alexa anywhere hears you. Mm-hmm. It and, happens. And I say to adjust the lighting in the room that I will not name. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're in that room. Like you can control them from anywhere. Yeah. So like I've got an echo in the office. I can control the lights at home from the office for like, it's kind of mm-hmm. counterintuitive. It makes sense on one level, like a, to a developer, it makes sense, but it's very counterintuitive in in reality it's all it's kind of cool though to think that you could well probably not at your office because i assume it's a commercial building and you've got pre-installed fluorescent lighting and all that mm-hmm. but to think that if you wanted to you could turn on the lights in the office or in the or at home while you're not there just kind of yep. thing so oh that reminds me i have another we have an extra gadget i have to we'll have to also drop in an extra honorable mention we recently did the same thing we got a couple of just just the white hue bulbs because mm-hmm. they're so much cheaper i did not know that yeah they're like 30 bucks oh that's awesome yeah because that's what we use in the living in the living in the dining room we only use the regular white we never use the color yeah, it was kind of a pain to get impaired, but I, I sort of think that's my bridge because I think I've always kind of had trouble with my bridge. Um, but once we had to, we had to like manually pair them, it wouldn't automatically detect them. Um, but once we did that, yeah, um, and that's what Richard uses when he goes to bed at night. Um, the, those uh, the hue lights in the bedroom light fixture, and we don't have a we don't have a dot in there, but he just like uses his phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's better than like, than getting up. So like we have this this new bed we got that's sort of like platform Swedish slash Japanese style. It's very low, uh-huh. and so to turn off the lamps is like you got to get out of bed. Like you're comfy, right. you're ready to turn off the light. You have to get up to turn these things off. So yeah. using your phone is better than that. But then you get this like big bright face, and it's so awesome. You just say name that shall be not that shall not be mentioned. Shut she up. Who, she who shall be, shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. She, yeah, there you go. She That's who walks behind. Say. She who yeah. walks behind. She who walks behind. <laughs> God, I want a new Dresden book. Oh, I know. I was on his site the other night, and it's just like, they're just he's pushing out all these other books. He doesn't... Yeah, I, I tried reading The Aeronauts Windless, and it was good, but it's nowhere near as good. <sighs> yeah. That's the, I just bought that one because the reviews were good, but that's depressing that it's not as good. Anyway, hopefully he'll... Stick to his word and come well, it's, up with it's very it's well it's well written. I just don't like the genre genre as much. Yeah. So anyway, these dots are going to end up. Cooper has been like, we should put one of those in the basement, and we should put one of those mm-hmm. over here, and we should put one of those over there. And I'm like, you're right. Like we're just going to get one for every room. No yeah, kidding. It's like Kira's Kira's got the loft bed in her room now, so she wants a, a couple of hue bulbs, and um, 
So she doesn't have, you know, because she's got her light switch on one side of the room and her ladder going up to her bed on the other. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if, and dear listener, if you think it sounds lazy to want to be able to just tell your lights to go on and off, take the batteries out of your TV remote control and see how long you last like that. Yeah. Zero, zero minutes. <laughs> That's how long you last. It is great. It is a drastically upgraded user experience. Especially when you're talking about something like having to get up out of bed or being able to, like needing lights on to see to get in bed. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. So anyway, can you tell I like it? Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So there's that. So we'll, But we've talked about Amazon Echo. This is Really, this is just news that the Echo Dot is just as good as long as you don't want to listen to music on it because the speaker does, is kind of tinny. Yeah. It's good enough for her to talk to you, but it's not good for listening to music on. Right. If you want to do anything, all the stuff other than listening to music, it's a, a much cheaper way to do it. Yep. And you can only order it, well, and or but, you can only order it through an Amazon Echo. Um, actually, I don't think that's the case anymore. Oh, they change it. I believe I... I don't know. I'm on the page. There's no buy now button. Oh, is there no buy now button? Yeah. It says, uh, it, the buy now button, it looks like a blue button that you click, but it has a little voice tail hanging off of it. And it says, Alexa, order an Echo Dot. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you have to have an Echo to order a Dot, which is very, it's sort of I interesting wonder... marketing tactic. That. That's an interesting marketing tactic, but I'm not sure it's a good one. Because this is a great way for people who don't want to spend that much money to still get the, the experience. Yeah, they must have some. I, I think they, well, I mean, it says right under it, limit one per order, two per customer. So they, And they are sold out through the middle of June. So It might just be an availability thing exactly, right now. Exactly, yeah. But when these come, when these come out, you've got to buy one, people. They're so good. It's really, uh, it's... We use it constantly, like constantly. We have three. We have a dot and two echoes, and we use them constantly. Yeah. So they're really good. Okay. So the last thing I forgot, I forgot about this until we just started talking about the office. But I got a Nest Cam for the office, mm. which is a renamed and slightly redesigned Drop Cam. Okay. Uh, these are these must be pretty famous because I've heard of them, and yeah. it's a camera for crying out loud. Yeah, Dropcam is, is was pretty popular. So. Yeah, so acquired by Nest slash Google slash ABC. I'm not sure who owns them, but it's called Nestcam now. And I got to tell you, I've had I've experimented with a couple of different internet connected cameras in the past, just a, just like one or two, mm-hmm. and uh, they were horrible. Like literally, ne- you know, spend a hundred yeah, just horrible. Like spend 190 bucks and can never even actually get the thing connected. Right, we try. I mean, we tried a couple of them over the years, um, you know, because of course, of course, in, until the end of last month, you know, we had the computer store downtown, so we tried a couple of internet connected cameras in the store, mm. so you know, we could security and all that kind of stuff, and yep. they were awful. <laughs> I mean, awful is an understatement. Yeah, just a complete waste of time and money. Yeah. Uh, that that's my experience. This thing is the polar opposite. If you want to put your eyeballs somewhere. Mm. This is it. It's one ninety nine. Shows up. Amazing unboxing experience if you care about that kind of thing. Amazing hardware. It's the kind of stuff you'd expect from Apple. And the the thing's just really nice. It does everything you think it should. It like t- you know you can. It's got this giant magnet. You can just click it onto something magnetic. You know, like a, a metal thing. It's got this metal plate you can screw in the wall. You can basically stick the thing anywhere. 
and it, it looks fit in my eye socket. It's too big for that. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, but you could make a baller pirate patch with it. <laughs> so it, it looks kind of like a teardrop with a webcam on it, and you just stick it somewhere. It's got a bit of a bug eye to it, so that it can cover an entire room from one spot. Right. But it's not too. It's not. You don't yeah. really just notice a, the distortion. Just a wide angle. Just enough. Yeah, it's just enough to catch the whole room, and it's got a motion sensor on it. Of course, it connects to your phone, right? So mm-hmm. you can turn the camera on and off from your phone, and you can view. It's look at a, maybe a one-second lag, but you can view the live feed from the room, like wherever you are. So you don't Will have it to give you a notification when it detects something and, and wakes up. Yes. So I was at the I was at the thirty-eighth annual credit union members meeting the other day, and my phone beeped, and it, you know, or my my wrist. And I look at my wrist and it says Nest Cam detected movement in your office. And since I was in the Boston area and my office is in the Providence area, it was a little concerned. Mm-hmm. And so I whip out my phone and t- I tap Stick on it the- in your Google Cardboard. <laughs> that would have been cool. So you, I tap on the, the notification. It goes straight to the recording of the motion at the, that it detected. Not the live feed, but the actual point in time that it recorded the motion. It makes these mm-hmm. like GIFs. Okay. And, and when I pronounce that, you heard it as GIF or GIF, depending on which one you prefer, uh, because I don't care. <laughs> but it makes these like little short videos. It's like a vine of the, the you know, 10 seconds of activity that it detected. Yeah. And it turns out, it was night at this point, it turns out that uh, it has night vision. So you can see the, the room in black and white, but clear as day. That's cool. That's cool. And this almost like laser beam went in front of the thing. Apparently a fly got in there <laughs> and a fly flew in front of the camera and it sent me a push notification. Like imagine this, a fly sent me a push notification. <laughs> that is cool. Boy, have I got a Kickstarter project for you. Guy built a, a guy built a device to summon fireflies. One of the coolest things I've ever seen in my whole life was a swarm of fireflies at sunset in Decatur, Georgia. Yeah, apparently different species of fireflies have different like flashing light patterns. Mm-hmm. And so this guy has built a built a device to summon fireflies. It's on Kickstarter. I'll back that. I'll it's back like 30 that. Bucks. It's like 30 bucks. If it worked, I would completely that is it was this is a seriously one of the the coolest. It's like one of the most beautiful things I saw in my entire life. It was it was like a galaxy it was like a solar system in this vacant lot. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I needed one of these when I was a kid because I was always at a disadvantage when my cousins and I would go out at in at night in the dark and try and catch fireflies because mm. of my eyesight. Yeah, without depth 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 perception that would be a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah, so I was always at a disadvantage there so I need this firefly summoning item. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, geez, we're getting like gadgets galore here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so Nest Cam, two big thumbs up, z- like zero set of problems. You just throw the thing down. It connects to the network. You is so easy. I don't. It was so easy. I don't remember how I did it. It just worked. And the trickiest thing right. was just picking the spot to put it. And you know, it's an, oh. And so the other funny thing is, it's got like God mode. Mm-hmm. So if if like I got that notification, it wasn't a fly. It was like someone breaking in. You can you hold, can adjust the camera. No, you cannot. That is one thing you cannot do. You can't adjust the camera. But I can see the whole room, so it doesn't matter. Right. But you can press the microphone button and talk to the person. So it's got a little speaker on it. 
So you can be like, uh, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> or whatever. Smile. Yeah, smile. You're on Nest Cam camera. Ellen Funt's not going to jump out, but like Officer Friendly might. <laughs> right. So anyway, it's really good. So if you have the need to, you know, because like now, because I can't stand, now that I have an office, I have to carry a key. Mm-hmm. I don't have keys for anything in my entire life. I have no keys and carrying keys is like an anathema for me because I'm constantly like, did I forget my keys? Did I forget my keys? Constantly. Did I forget my keys? So, right. Because you, you don't have a car and you have the, the keypad on the house. Right. And I can't put a keypad on the door for the office. I to, Well, to be honest, I didn't oh. ask. I'm sure they won't let me though. Right. Because or, they, well, you have a car, but you don't drive it. Uh, correct. And it doesn't have a key anyway. Even if I did. Right. It's the keyless. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Our car key is not a key. Right. So this is literally the one key in my entire life. (laughs) And uh, I just want to leave the door unlocked all the time. I just don't care. There's some stuff in there, but you know, it would be more. uh, It would be easier to pack the stuff home than it would be to lock the door. The most expensive. that Well, all of that stuff. I just carry in my bag. The The. The drag would be if they took like the refrigerator and the the conference table because we we dropped some coin on a really nice giant dining room table that you mm. know would, you it would you'd have to take it apart so I'm like I'm like okay like the really the dining room table is the thing the table is the thing I would wouldn't want to have stolen mostly just so I wouldn't like have the to the camera's look. gonna let you know they're in there long before they get it exactly apart. <laughs> no way I'm gonna I'm gonna like have the cops there before they could get two screws out of that thing and fit it through the door yeah so it's, I mean it's Rhode Island you can drive across the entire state in a half hour yeah like you it, you literally can't have a marathon in the state <laughs> right <laughs> you just go around in circles <laughs> state house there's a state house again <laughs> there it is again <laughs> doing laps <laughs> Yeah. Laps around Rhode Island. So, all right. So let's recap. We've got, we got uh, Gear VR, mm-hmm. thumbs up. Yep. Uno Nopan, thumbs up for somebody who's in the market for a fitness tracker slash wearable. Not for everyone, but very cool. Uh, Echo Dot, extremely cool. A must buy if, you, if they become available. You can. If you can. And Nest Cam, for yep. somebody who wants, for if, if you want, remote security surveillance this is like insanely good so so again it's a bunch of this is all good all good stuff this week cool that's our show for this week i'm jonathan stark and i'm kelly shaver and we hope you join us again next week for terrifying robot dog bye bye would you like to support terrifying robot dog just think of two friends who would dig this show and send them to terrifyingrobotdog.com for links to iTunes, Facebook, and RSS feeds. If you don't have two friends, you can still help us out by leaving a nice review on iTunes. Thanks.